Um, so just to start off, I just was, I'm, I'm curious about this with most directors, but like, when did you get into film? Like what got you into film? Well, I, um, I realized kind of what path I wanted to take when I was, uh, 14, actually, um, we were doing, uh, an Amnesty International week at my, uh, my junior high and, um, I decided to do this uh, this uh, study on torture and went to the the local newspaper and was just shocked by all the pictures that were never uh, published uh, because they were too brutal and graphic for for the general audience to watch. So so what I did is that I took some of these and put together. Um, a pretty big presentation and drum together my whole junior high to talk about the importance of of knowing uh, mm. in order for us to do something about it. Because how can you do something about something if you don't know about it? So so that was sort of uh, my awakening and and that uh, the you know slideshow I put together had a pretty big impact on my junior high. And I also just realized, you know, uh, I mean, it was a, a good lesson in sort of how you mold storytelling around what needs to be told. And then uh, I started, uh, I mean, I, I've, I've always been interested in film, uh, but I kind of went into film through journalism. So I studied at the University of Texas in, in Austin and uh, started with journalism and then quickly jumped over to, uh, to documentary film production uh your film praying for armageddon um you know we see a lot of you know a lot of scenes feature a lot of these different evangelical leaders like speaking to a bunch of different people particularly in like the opening um why like i'm particularly curious i guess about that opening scene because like who are those people who are listening to them because they don't seem to be part of the group but i was and also just in general why do you think these people are like seeking these leaders out so uh, you're talking about a scene where uh, Gary Bird, one of our main characters, is uh, holding uh, a knighting workshop, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So so Gary Bird is a um, biker pastor. Uh, his congreg congregation, M25, is a congregation of, uh, of bikers, former veterans, um, and people that you know sort of uh, follow Gary's mission to to bring the the word of God out of the church and kind of on out on the streets uh, literally uh, and to the people. And uh, he has uh, been very successful holding sort of men's groups uh, where they you know they uh, it's pretty impressive. They they talk about a lot of. Some of the most important issues that Gary sees as, you know, you need to go through to uh, to be a real man. And it's everything from, you know, how you should treat your your woman and your family, but also how you should um, worship and carry, you know, carry your faith with you. Um, so um, he's, you know, he meets a lot of different people uh, on the road. All right. Um, I was also curious about, uh, I think, Frank Schaefer, um, you know, someone you kind of brought out as like a someone who very much understands their beliefs, but also still runs as an outside voice. How did you run into him? And like, how 
do you believe his voice contributes to the film as a whole? Well, I think uh, I first heard about Frank Schaefer because he's one of the uh, most outspoken sort of former evangelical uh, evangelicals who's, I mean, he uh, he was set to be sort of the, the next big leader in the evangelical movement, or at least sort of take over from his father, Francis Schaefer, who was one of the the founders of the pro-life movement, a uh, very, very strong figure within the evangelical movement. And Frank was sort of trained to, um, to take over sort of the, the reins after his death. And uh, he flew around in private jets and talked to, you know, crowds of 30,000 people. And um, I was always very moved by, you know, Frank's story. And uh, when we first started talking to like he is um, he is a very you know solid man uh, that has been through a lot and and thought a lot about his own faith uh, and also about the inner workings of the evangelical movement. And I always think that you know I mean Frank Schaefer is a whistleblower, uh, and whistleblower often like are able to sort of take us inside. Uh, close communities and, and share some of the insight that usually um, is very hard to access for the general population. All right. I basically had the same question about uh, Lee Fang, who also is a big part of the film, uh, his reporting. Yeah, so uh, me and Lee uh, Fang, we go uh, kind of way back. Um, we met during uh, the production of A Human, which was my last film that looks at how artificial intelligence is changing our lives and our world and, and our future. Uh, and Lee uh, is uh, an independent investigative journalist who has uh, looked a lot at uh, the powers in our society, uh, the, you know, how lobby groups uh, work in DC, but also how the big tech works in, in Silicon Valley. So when I met Lee, um, I was also working on, on praying for Armageddon and he simultaneously was working on a story uh, on some of the evangelical groups, lobby groups uh, in DC. So then we started talking and we decided to um, go into this, uh, on, go on this journey together. So uh, Lee's investigative journalism has definitely been a very important part of, uh, of this film and the, the research behind it. Yeah. Um... I see a lot of the footage that you guys shot yourselves like looks very very good um what kind of look were you guys going for with your cinematography and like how did you kind of achieve that well we had uh you know we, we kind of wanted um we i mean first of all we had a huge international team and my u.s co-director michael rowley is also from texas and has an evangelical uh background himself both his parents were evangelical pastors. And he also happens to be from Texas, um, uh, around the same area where Gary is from. And um, and me, like having, you know, lived in, in, in Texas, uh, it, Texas has a special place in my heart in, in a lot of ways. And we really wanted to sort of bring out um, the warmth of, of uh, sort of the grassroots in Texas. Um, so that was one realm that we worked with. And then we have the investigative realm, which is more Lee's realm. 
that is more, uh, you know, kind of house of card like as a film reference. Um, and um, I think like, I mean, Breaking Bad was actually like one of the references we used as just as far as like cinematography and, and color as well in, uh, in Gary's story. Uh, and then we had the Holy Realm, which is sort of where, because it was also important for us to sort of lift up the, some, some sacredness in the film, um, because we really, you know, we do pay the deepest respect to our characters and also the issue that we, we tackle. Uh, and we wanted to, to show some of the, the beauty of the sacredness as well in the film. So, so those were kind of the, the three dimensions that we worked with uh, as far as our cinematography. Awesome. And the post-production. If yeah, you want I... to be technical about it. <laughs> yeah. No, it's yeah. always really cool to see, especially documentaries try to like grab that cinematic look. I think you guys definitely did that. Um, you know, I've I've seen a good amount of portrayals of like kind of the radical Christian rights like influence on America. But what like elements and content do you think makes your documentary stand out compared to like other news clips and documentaries that kind of cover those that same kind of area? Well, I think that uh, for me, like our film uh, just could not, unfortunately, be any more relevant. Uh, Praying for Armageddon really shows how the fundamentalist evangelicals that are sort of the backbone of the, the Republican Party has so much power from the grassroots through megachurch empires and all the way up to the, the political higher level levels in, in D.C., where they influenced and also threaten U.S. democracy that we have seen in, in the last years, uh, but also very much so influence uh, U.S. foreign policy when it comes to Israel and Palestine. Uh, and in doing so, and by supporting right-wing uh, settler organizations in Israel, they are, are also, like we're showing in the film, really adding fuel to the, the, the very volatile situation in Israel and Palestine and sort of destabilizing the whole of the Middle East. And I, I think that what, what, what we do in the film is just to sort of, sort of show the whole scope of that, right? And the whole context and the connections between everything. And uh, even though the evangelical movement in the States is very well known, I don't think that, that pe most people realize the force and the power of the fundamentalist movement within the evangelicals uh, that basically interprets the biblical prophecy of Armageddon literally, where they see it as their responsibility to, to you know, push for the end of our civilization. And that this kind of mentality and mindset actually has such a strong influence and so much power in the States I don't think it's very much known in the U.S. or in the rest of the world. I mean, this is also, to me, not just a U.S. or Israel and Palestinian issue. It's a global issue because these fundamentalist evangelicals is a global movement as well. Uh, and it's so important for us just to be aware that, you know, we sort of have our own, own like Armageddon lobby in the Western world that we need to be aware of because fundamentalism usually does not lead to anything good. And it's, it's very important to be able to talk about these things and, and have a debate about what's going on. Yeah, 
I was curious why you like what your specific purpose was for choosing the title praying for Armageddon. Oh, we had a lot of titles. We really, okay. uh, we really did. <laughs> but um, it is, um, for me, like it brings out the essence and the contradiction because I, I, uh, I do believe in the power of prayer for a lot of things. Uh, but when you start to pray for Armageddon and Doomsday or the Apocalypse, that's something different. And, and it's important for me to, to uh, sort of wake people up to what is going on. And I think that that title uh, serves that purpose really well. Yeah, I'm just curious what, uh, so you mentioned like, you find the importance of prayer like very like important. What, how do you think, like, what's your perspective on like the power of prayer, I guess, in general? Well, I think it's, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not religious personally, uh, but I do believe in gratitude. Uh, and I do think that prayer sort of creates a space of gratitude, right? And mm. intention. And I think it's important for us to 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 be grateful and to also to live intentional lives, you know. So uh, hopefully we can do more good in the world. And I also think you know it's it's also beautiful in in some sense when you look at how prayer also brings people together. Uh, and it's so important for us as humans to have sort of a common cause and feel like we belong to a community. And I think. Um, that's also something that you know we we kind of see in the film like the importance of for for people to come together and worship um brings out this like you know extreme uh sort of joy and and ecstasy and i think that that's beautiful in a lot of ways i just you know wish that they were maybe a little bit more aware of um how inclusive they are as as they do so, because there is a lot of hatred and bigotry and um, scapegoating in in these communities as well. For example, you know how the evangelicals are sort of always looking for signs of the end times uh, and and sort of everything from from nine eleven to you know climate catastrophes and uh, COVID and wars that happen. A sort of punishment from God because we have homosexuals or the LGBT movement, uh, you know, just gets, um, I mean, it's, it's just kind of when you start to look at, you know, the reasoning behind uh, all their, their also hateful prayers, <laughs> let's say it that way. Uh, but the values that they push out is extremely um, alarming to me. Yeah, sorry, for sure. long. It's, a, it's a super complicated issue. No, for sure. But I just want to say that I, I appreciate um, how prayers bring gratitude and intentions to people. I just wish those intentions were maybe good for most of humanity. Mm -hmm. No, no, I really appreciate that. Um, so I was curious about like, what was the process like finding a lot of these different voice clips and images and the like kind of archival video and footage that we see in the film? Well, the archival process was uh, was immense. Uh, it was important for us to to show that this is a is a movement that has a long history. Uh, we also started this production before Trump and Pence and COVID. Um, and it has been such a wild journey. 
uh, and it's you know a lot of people like when when we uh, were working on the film they're like well this is just because of Trump but this moment was there way before Trump it just had you know a massive um, let's see intensity and and also uh, a lot of things unfolded under Trump Trump and Pence uh, but the movement has been there before and continues after so that it was important for us to show that um, also when you when you start thinking about you know how religion is sort of affecting uh, the military uh, you know how U.S. soldiers carry rifles or use rifles that have bible citations burnt into them uh and and showing how uh ev the evangelicals are recruiting uh young uh, men and women in their own forces to become christian nationalists uh these things were really important and it was good to to find the best archive possible so we had uh, an amazing um archival producer and, and uh, did research on this for years amazing um so uh this is my last question um so what's the having after watching the film what's the one thing that you hope that people will take away as they like finish your film well i hope people realize uh you know the extent to which fundamentalist evangelicals are sort of setting out to um, destroy our civilization and how they are a threat to our democracies uh, and, uh, and our global you know, situation as well. Uh, and I, I also hope that you know, we manage to, to get a debate on this um, because with, with the current situation in, in the US um, and the upcoming, you know, new presidential uh, election campaigns um, and, and the crisis that's going on in Israel and Palestine is extremely important that we are aware of the forces that are part of this battle. All right. Um, again, thank you so much for uh, speaking with me, Tanya. I appreciate your time so much. And uh, yeah, that's all the questions I had. Well, thank you so much. I'm never going to